Answers and Answers begins right now. On October 7th, 2023, Hamas attacks southern Israel, killing thousands of Jewish civilians. This launched the war between Hamas and Israel. However, Hezbollah to the north, Iran to the east, Yemen in the south, and other surrounding nations are threatening to attack Israel at this time. Why is it that many of Israel's neighbors are seeking the destruction of this tiny nation? To find the answer, one must not only look at the geopolitical issues, but also look through the biblical lens. You're tuned to Evidence and Answers radio broadcast with our host, Pat Zucran. Pat is an author, teacher, and international speaker in the area of Christian apologetics, the defense of the Christian faith. Recently, Pat taught at Calvary Chapel Windward, located on the island of Oahu in Hawaii. He presented the reasons why many of Israel's neighbors seek her destruction and what we can expect as we near the return of Christ. Let's begin part one of this two-part teaching. Evidence and Answers is a research and training ministry specializing in Christian apologetics, the defense of the Christian faith. The Evidence and Answers ministry provides compelling messages from top apologetic scholars defending the Christian worldview and valuable resources for every person seeking answers to life's questions and key issues of our time, as well as equipping Christians who want to effectively engage their world for Christ. In our post-Christian culture today, their mission is to provide Christians with training and skills to effectively and persuasively communicate the gospel. The ministry is designed to strengthen faith and equip Christians to engage their world for Christ. Pat is the host of the radio show Evidence and Answers and has authored several books. He is also a popular conference speaker. And as you've heard Pastor Tim describe Pat, he's a really, really smart guy who's done a lot of research and brings down all that information to a level that we, who haven't done all that research, can apply in the mission field. So, Let's give Pat a great Calvary Chapel windward welcome. Pat. Well, good morning. Great to be with you again. Thanks for that introduction, Mark. And also, don't forget, this February is the Evidence and Answers annual conference here. Theme this year is Mama Bear Apologetics. We all know the stats. 80% of students who profess Christ in high school abandon their faith after four years of college. And we have discovered that it's really in the elementary school years, they are bombarded by the ideology of the culture from the media around them, from the things they're learning now in school uh, and the friends, so that by junior high, they're already doubting their faith. And in high school, they've pretty much already checked out. They're just waiting to go to college. So. They'll be out from the wings of their parents who drag them to church every Sunday, and they're just free to uh, live out as they desire because they've already checked out of the faith by high school. So this ministry is designed to equip parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, youth pastors to train children and teens in apologetics and to be able to discern truth from error already at a very young age. And so it's a great ministry. We're bringing in Amy Davidson, one of their authors and one of their top speakers, and she'll be joining us along with a host of other 
great speakers there as well. They're at Kalihi Union Church, so you'll want to be there for us. Great conference, but great uh, resources will be there as well. And we want to thank you for joining us at our annual Evidence and Answers Banquet. Calvary Chapel had a uh, table there, and Pastor Tim closed our night in prayer. So thanks for being there and being a partner with Evidence and Answers. You know, as we get closer to the return of Christ, and as you can sense, the pressure of the culture is mounting on the church, pressuring the church to either be shamed into silence or to conform and accept the ideologies of the culture. And we are seeing that in the evangelical churches now. And so it's great to partner with church like Calvary Chapel Winward that's standing fast and holding to the Word of God. It's going to get harder and harder to find churches that preach the counsel uh, and the Word of God. And things that we're talking about today, you know, a lot of people don't want to address the issues of Bible prophecy. So as we begin, let's pray together. We thank you, Lord, for our chance to study your word. May the words that come forth from this pulpit be words of truth. May they be your words. May they honor uh, your teaching accurately, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, on October 7th, we saw the horrific pictures as Hamas launched a well-coordinated attack on Israel, killing over a thousand Jewish civilians, kidnapping hundreds of men, women, and children. So Israel responded, launching uh, rockets into Gaza on Hamas targets inside of Gaza. And at this present time, Israel has now launched their attacks on Gaza to destroy Hamas, and it's reported over there are over 4,000 deaths in Gaza. And Hezbollah in the north, on the northern border there of Israel, Iran in the east, Yemen in the south, and other surrounding nations are threatening to launch an attack on Israel. And so once again, Israel finds herself in a conflict against neighboring nations and organizations that seek her destruction. And many people ask, why is it that many of Israel's neighbors seek the destruction of this tiny nation? Well, many point to the problem as being primarily that of territory and land or economics, race, or religion. And these all play a key factor. However, there's a greater reason behind the animosity of the nations towards Israel. You have to look at not only politically, but theologically as well. You need to look at the situation in the world through the lens of the Bible. And we see that Israel plays a central role in God's redemption plan for the world. That is why the devil is so determined on destroying Israel. Because if the devil can destroy Israel, he can thwart God's redemption plan for mankind. Now, one of the passages that reveals Satan's intent is found in Revelations chapter 12. Revelation 12, this occurs during the time of the tribulation. But Revelation chapter 12 reveals to us the intent of Satan here. It says in verse 1, And a great sign appeared in the heavens, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet and her head, 
a crown of 12 stars. Now, that woman represents Israel. These symbols, the moon, the 12 stars, parallel Joseph's dream in Genesis 37. So the woman is Israel. She was pregnant and was crying out in birth pains and the agony of giving birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads, ten horns, and on his heads, seven diadems. Of course, the dragon represents Satan. And it says here that the woman was pregnant and about to give birth. And it says here that Satan was ready to devour and destroy the child who was about to come from the woman's womb. And it says, she gave birth to a male child, one who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. But her child was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God in which she is nourished for 1,260 days. And so the woman, Israel, gives birth to the king who shall rule God's kingdom with truth and justice and bring everlasting peace. And Satan wants to hijack that kingdom and thwart God's program. And he seeks to destroy and devour the child. Well, of course, God protects the child and the woman. And this takes place during the tribulation. But we can see that what goes on in the heavenly realm is reflected, affects what happens here in the earthly realm. Now, the passage, chapter 12, ends with this. Then the dragon became furious with the woman. He seeks to destroy the woman once he realizes he cannot destroy the child. And says, then the dragon became furious with the woman and went off to make war on the rest of her offspring. And those who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. And he stood on the sand of the sea. So we see that Satan in rage seeks to destroy the woman and her offspring. The woman represents Israel. The offspring represents the people of Israel. It also adds those who seek to obey the commands of God. The dragon seeks to destroy the people of God, Israel and the people of God. And so what we see going on in the heavenly realm affects what is happening here upon the earth. Satan's intent is to destroy Israel because if he can destroy Israel, he can thwart God's redemption plan for the world. See, God must fulfill his covenant promises to Israel. The Abrahamic covenant, which also includes not only Israel being a blessing to the entire world, but the land that was promised to the nation of Israel. It's outlined clearly for us there in Genesis 15. The king of God's kingdom is to come through the nation of Israel. The savior is to come to the nation of Israel. The redemption of the world is the result of the savior who comes from Israel and Jerusalem will be the capital of God's kingdom in the millennial kingdom. And Jerusalem will not only be the capital, but the political center of the millennial kingdom. Jerusalem will also be the spiritual center of the millennial kingdom. God's promise to Israel must come to pass, and indeed it shall. 
And when it does, when God establishes his kingdom, Jerusalem will be a glorious city of peace from which the king rules. It becomes the political capital of God's rule upon the entire earth, and he will establish a rule of truth, of justice, and peace. But it will also be the spiritual center of the world. The whole world is going to come flocking to Jerusalem, not only to worship the Lord, but to learn of the word of God from Israel, Jerusalem there. Isaiah chapter 2 says, It shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains, or chief, most prominent of all the mountains, and shall be lifted above the hills, and all the nations shall flow to it. And many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge between the nations and he shall decide disputes for many peoples and they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. So Israel is at the center of God's redemption plan for all of mankind. God doesn't want salvation just for the people of Israel. If you look in Genesis chapter 12, the reason Israel was created is that through this country, the entire world would be blessed and come to a saving knowledge of God. And one day it shall come to pass. You see here, it says that people from all over the world will come together and say, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. Let us learn his ways. The law shall go forth to all the people. And it says he shall decide the disputes of many people. His rule will be that of justice, of truth, of the coming power of the kingdom of God, and there will be peace here. Something that we have never seen in the history of the world, something imaginable. And it says they're going to beat their spears into pruning hooks and swords into plowshares. That quote you see on the United Nations, outside the United Nations building there, in that little park they have outside the United Nations, that was the hope of creating the United Nations. Of course, it has not come to pass. It will not come to pass until the king comes. So that is the devil's intent to destroy Israel. So is it any wonder that we see so much rage against the tiny little nation of Israel? So if that's Satan's intent, what can we expect regarding Israel as we near the day of the Lord's return? Well, first, we should expect to see a growing hostility towards the nation of Israel. There's several passages on this. One of the clearest ones comes from the book of Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, if you look at that, it says, The oracle of the word of the Lord concerning Israel. Thus declares the Lord, who stretched out the heavens and founded the earth and formed the spirit of man within him. Behold, I'm about to make Jerusalem a cup of staggering to all the surrounding peoples. 
The siege of Jerusalem will also be against Judah. On that day, I'll make Jerusalem a heavy stone for all peoples. All who lift it will surely hurt themselves, and all the nations of the earth will gather against it. Now, what's happening today is not the fulfillment of this prophecy. This prophecy is in the latter days during the time of the tribulation or the end of the seven-year tribulation period. This is what will come to pass, but we are ready. So what we are seeing in the events that are happening there with the nation of Israel is a precursor to this fulfillment. This prophecy was given over 2,500 years ago, and it says that at the end of the tribulation, the nations will gather to make war on Israel. So as we near the day of the Lord, there will be a growing animosity towards the nation of Israel. Jerusalem will be at the forefront of the world's attention. Is that what we're seeing here? I mean, we've been seeing this for uh, several years. But Zechariah's prophecy says that the more that the nations attack Israel, the more that they will incur trouble upon themselves. It says here, all who lift it will surely hurt themselves, and all the nations of the earth will gather against it. Recently, Hamas launched attacks on Israel, and currently the world is sympathetic towards Israel. But mark my words, this is quickly going to change, right? It's going to quickly turn hostile. Many are saying that the attack that came upon Israel is actually Israel's fault. And we're seeing many pro-Hamas anti-Israel rallies erupting on our college campuses and even in our nation's capital. It's amazing. I was watching several news channels and many of them were interviewing several of these college students at some of our colleges that have the top reputations. And it was just amazing to hear uh, intelligent students and professors saying all that Hamas going in and the atrocities that were committed, completely false. It's made up propaganda by the people of Israel from our top students and professors at our top university. <laughs> totally amazed. They said, this is Israeli propaganda. Well, those videos were released by Hamas. You know, that was Hamas releasing those videos to strike terror into the hearts of the people of Israel. That's how terrorists work. Terrorism is different from just war, okay? If you don't understand the difference, listen to our radio shows or our seminars on that on our evidenceandanswers.org website. But in just war, your targets are military targets. As much as possible, you try to limit civilian casualties. Now, Hamas, unfortunately, uses civilians as shields. That's how terrorists do battle. You will have the casualties of war, unfortunately. In terrorism, civilians are your target. Surprise is the strategy here. In just war, governments declare that they are going to attack. They make declarations of war and they warn the civilians, get out of town, we're coming in. The goal is to limit civilian casualties. But in terrorism, civilians are your target and they 
will not give you any warning. Surprise is the strategy. So it was just absolutely amazing to hear these college students and the things they were saying. In fact, I even got email for the things that I've been putting on my website as we evaluate this through the biblical lens. But someone said that attack at that concert was from a Bruno Mars concert two years ago. You know, that's not a Hamas attack on these Jewish civilians at a concert. That people walking away from a Bruno Mars conference two years ago. I was just stunned. Some of the most intelligent people and the things that they are saying. And we're already seeing protests at our nation's capital, led by Congresswomen like Rashida Talib of Michigan, Alexandria Cortez of New York, Ilan Omar of Minnesota, and others. Not only in our country, but and in our colleges, but protests are erupting all over the world, pro-Hamas, anti-Israel protests. And we will be seeing more of that as Israel engages in the city of Gaza and casualties will rise. You will see Hamas propaganda showing civilians and children who have suffered as part of the casualties of war and the hostility towards Israel will continue to increase. And even after this is over, we hope relatively quickly, you will continue to see hostility from the nations around Israel and around the world increase against Israel. Because remember, that's Satan's plan to destroy the nation of Israel. And so there's more going on here than just what we see politically. You have to look at it through the biblical lens as well. So we'll see a growing animosity towards Israel. Then we'll see violence in the streets of Israel. Take a look just a couple chapters over in Zechariah, in Zechariah chapter 14. It says here, once again, speaking of the end of the age, behold, a day is coming for the Lord when the spoil in Israel will be taken from you and will be divided in your midst. For I will gather all the nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses plundered, and the women raped. Half of the city shall go into exile, but the rest of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Notice what that prophecy states. The houses will be plundered, and the women will be ravaged or raped. Isn't that what we saw just a few days ago? Now, this is not the fulfillment of this prophecy. This is what will take place in the days of the tribulation. But definitely, this serves as a precursor of things that are to come. Well, we saw in some of those horrific videos, some too horrific to show, the Hamas terrorists, how they plundered houses, raped women, beheaded civilians, burned Many men, women, and children burned them to death, beheaded them before the eyes of their parents, before beheading the parents, and took dozens of hostages whom they want to use for human shields. Now, a Hamas militant who was captured was recently interviewed, and during his questioning, he stated that we were told by our commanders to behead and step on the heads of civilians. We became animals during the October 7th attack, doing things that humans do not do. 
Currently, the death toll is about 1,500 Israeli civilians and 3,000 Palestinians. So what we are seeing is not the fulfillment of these end-time prophecies, but indeed a precursor of things that are to come. We call this stage setting, right? And we see it more clear today than ever. The stage is being set for the events that are prophesied in the Bible. And we're getting closer to the return of Christ. Once again, we've run out of time. Thank you for joining us here on Evidence and Answers. Our goal is to bring you the love of Christ and to equip you in your faith to always be ready to give a response. If you would like to hold an apologetics conference or series of teachings at your facility, contact Pat by calling him in Hawaii. That number is 483-0586. Or you may email him through the Evidence and Answers website. That's evidenceandanswers.org. Be sure to browse through our listing of topics on our site. We have everything from atheism to Zen Buddhism. You will also find articles and additional audio for you to listen to or download. An additional location to find Pat's messages is on YouTube. Look up Evidence and Answers and hit the subscribe button. To keep quality broadcasts like Pat's on the air, we rely on generous financial support from you, our listeners. Donating is simple. Just log on at evidenceandanswers.org. Evidence and Answers is grateful for one of our sponsors, the Honolulu Christian Church. If you don't have a home church and are looking for a place to grow in your faith, check out the Honolulu Christian Church. For service times, log in at honoluluchristian.org. Join us again next time on the air or online as we provide compelling reasons for faith in Christ. That's Evidence and Answers with Pat Zucharin. Wake up!